Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. It's going to sound different. Tim's back in his home studio. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. So we're going to hop right into this because we got so much to cover, such little time. We like to keep it, you know, not crazy long, but, you know, we're going to see what happens. We're going to start it off with the one that shocked me the most. People are still stupid about this one. I don't like um, the way people are talking about it, but we had the new Lightyear trailer. Now, for those of you that don't know, it's about the it's supposed to be about the real person who Buzz Lightyear, the character from Toy Story, is based off of. So this is the story of the inspiration for Buzz Lightyear. And it stars um what's his name? Chris uh, Evans is who plays him. And it looks fantastic. It legitimately makes me want to watch it so bad the music they play when they're going into it i mean everything is just so it's just so perfect um i haven't really you know done my research on it just because i was kind of like well you know it is what it is whatever it, uh, you know whatever it's going to be about is going to be about and so i didn't dig any more into it until this trailer came out and i'm like man i think i need to pay a little bit more attention to this because it's legitimately it just looks fantastic. The idea behind it, everyone was laughing because they're like, oh, my gosh, Buzz Lightyear has hair. What the heck? And I was just laughing because it does look kind of weird seeing Buzz Lightyear with hair. And then you also have the, um, you know, I think they all kind of look the same there. It looks like it looks weird because some of it looks futuristic. Doesn't match up 100 percent with what I thought um, it was going to be. But um, it looks great. And I'm super excited about watching it in the theaters, hopefully. Yeah, no, exactly. And it it's not, I mean, it's by Pixar, but it's not like the Pixar um, animation, like Toy Story. It's basically 3D computer animated film. So don't go into it thinking, oh, Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear. It's going to be like all the Toy Story ones. Now, this is more of... Um, a, a Wally. It has more of a feel like a Wally type movie. Yeah, it, exactly. Um, it's not like the the previous um, Toy Stories on how they were animated. Um, this, mm-hmm. You know, they call it uh, American 3D computer animated film. Obviously produced by Pixar. So um, set to release June seventeenth of of twenty twenty two. And like you said, it's the origin of how. Buzz Lightyear became Buzz Lightyear. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, Buzz Lightyear is a toy, and there's a whole bunch of toys where this is how basically he became the, the popular toy that he is um, on it. So that's why it's not necessarily Tom Hanks voicing uh, him or it's Chris, uh, Chris Evans. So I liked it. It was. You mean Tim Allen voicing him? Who'd I say before? You said. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's the other one. Um, so, with, uh, but with it, when I saw him, like, oh, cool, it's going to be, you know, like Pixar animated. But then I was watching, I'm like, what the heck? This isn't like Toy Story. Um, but I mean, besides that, then it was, it was really good. I mean, I had to watch it with subtitles, but even with that, um, you know, I enjoyed it. I know what I will be doing um, the weekend of that June 17th. We'll be watching this. Yeah. I mean, I was a little bit shocked at how much I truly enjoyed it. But what, what it, to me, it was almost like I feel like they made this movie for obviously for kids. But it also is like for the adults who they know are going to like the origin story of Buzz Lightyear. Because the music, I can't remember what it's playing. It's playing like rock music when it's going. I can't remember what it was, but. I mean, we're going to see soon enough because it comes out next summer, which is closer than we can realize. And, and it, yeah, and it says you are in luck. It says it opens in theaters. So there you go. Yep. So we should say how how long it was, but maybe they don't have a runtime on it yet. They probably don't. Um, but because I know a lot of those, they wait until a certain time to do that. Yeah. Interesting is is it will be Pixar's 26th animated feature. So, really? Done a lot. Yep. 
That's crazy. They're probably going to win a bunch of awards for this one, too. Um, right. The next one, I'm super excited for this one because it's Brendan Fraser. And I love Brendan Fraser because he is hilarious. He's funny. Um, and he's very humble. I mean, I don't know if anyone has saw the video of him basically tearing up when they talk about you know people how much people love him he had an interview some some girl won like a an interview thing with him on the like a zoom date kind of thing or an interview she won a contest or somehow she got to interview him and she she was telling him she goes you know everyone on the internet loves you and he's like what and he's like yeah like people just love you and he know they've been wondering where you are you know um stuff like that and he was like really and it was just it was super cool it was super super cool and yeah He's going to be playing, well, before we go, so he's going to play a villain, the villain Firefly in the new Batgirl movie. Yeah, and you haven't obviously heard from a while. You always get those things, you know, that pop up, the clickbait, you know, what happened to Brendan Fraser? Why was he, you know, hasn't been in any movies or this or that? Um, but it's good to see, like you said, obviously he's still around, hasn't gone anywhere. <clears throat> and to see him, um, you know, be, be in a a supporting role here in the, in the new Bat, uh, Batgirl movie. Yeah, and it's a big it's a big deal because I think um, he got kind of a resurgence. Well, obviously he he's in um, Doom Patrol, who's amazing. He's actually not really in the suit for the most of it. He plays himself in the flashbacks when they put him in his regular body type thing. But um, he had kind of a resurgence and like legit, you know, the Brendan Fraser I remember is. George of the Jungle, um, Encino Man, Blast from the Past. Like, people don't, I, I remember that one that was like, not great, you know? Yeah. I loved George of the Jungle as a kid. I thought it was freaking hilarious. Right. But now you see him doing more serious roles, and, you know, fingers crossed it's going to keep the resurgence coming for him. Yeah, no, exactly. We'll see, uh, see how he does. So, I don't know any info about um, the actual movie yet. I know it's kind of, you know, one of those things where it's kind of like, hey, we're going to see. But uh, once more info comes out, you know, we'll let you know. Um, The next thing we actually, since this got put on here, I think they changed a little bit of the info. So Bill Murray is reportedly going to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which he has confirmed. He confirmed it himself. But we don't know what role he's playing it legitimately here's the problem with the MCU. He could be the next um, Stan Lee. You know, he could be like, oh, it's Bill Murray as Bill Murray. We don't know. All we know is that he's in it. So we're going to find out more probably once it gets closer because everything got pushed back. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I don't even know when the next one comes out, but it's going to be soon enough, I guess. Give me time to watch the second Ant-Man and the Wasp. I never watched it. It's on Disney Plus and I keep dragging my feet. Maybe I'll watch tomorrow. Um Along with that MCU news is the Eternals is the currently the lowest rated Marvel movie on Rotten Tomatoes. What have we told you about Rotten Tomatoes? F them. This means nothing. It's garbage. Uh, It's it's funny. I threw that in just for you. And it was funny. So when I posted this, the article, it was at uh, 66% uh, or the article is for 66%. And I can't remember uh, the articles, obviously, since, you know, the last reported, which is handful of days ago so yeah. I pull it up right now it's actually gone down it's now at 63 percent so well and the problem is too is that's that's like diehard people who get somehow get premiere tickets that are like the pr- premiere premiere like before the premiere and then the critic critic you know and so i don't foresee them any of them getting uh any real info off of this for a while i give it at least in the two weeks before we get legitimately everything balanced out yeah, no, I just thought it was it was funny as I was scrolling through and I saw them like, oh, I got to put it on there because I know Chris, you know, the the only reason why you go to movie theaters is based on the Rotten Tomatoes score. So, oh yes, it's exactly exactly little, what I do. Little shout out to you. Um, this is the 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 next one is insane because I knew what this was. I don't think Tim Dick. We talked about it. Um, retired Imagineers passing around Change.org petition. To fire Bob Chapik 
for Chapik, whatever you want to call him. And it's a change.org petition, though. So they were tired Imagineers. I mean, Godspeed to them. I don't think they say it means anything really anymore with Disney for the most part, unless you're Bob Gurr. You know, they're not going to listen to what you're saying. But this does show that people are thinking he's ruining the company. I don't know how accurate that is because Bob Iger is still doing a lot of stuff with them. But, um, I mean, it's kind of crazy to me that there's a petition going around just to get him booted. No, exactly. And it's funny because when I first saw the article, it says, like you say, retired uh, Imagineers passing around petition to get to fire Bob Chapik. I'm like, oh, dang, you know, this that's crazy. Well, come to find out it's change.org, which is fine. You know, nothing at all wrong with that or, or whatnot. I guess in 24 hours that hit, uh, it had already reached 30,000 signatures um, on it. And I was listening to another podcast. Uh, I was driving home from work and they mentioned it. And like they said, you know, that this petition, it can't, even if it gets, you know, the highest signature of uh or highest amount of signatures ever on a change.org it does nothing it doesn't fire him you know he's the board basically um you know he either resigns or the board fires him right Um, exactly you know this this does nothing but it does like they said it does prove that there's a lot of people that um are unhappy with maybe the decisions that he's made or just what he he has done. Obviously, we'll get into stuff here later on in the Disney Parks pile um, about it, and you know, just just the 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 way that they went um, on get on using him as the next chairman after Bob Iger, and those are huge shoes um, to fill. Just what he's done already, mm-hmm. and so you know, as, as we're live right now. So it was thirty thousand signatures in just twenty four hours. So and it was oh what is this thing? Aided. I wish it was right there. Oh, I can't remember when it doesn't say when it was created. Anyways, um no, anyways, well as of right now, it's at Forty-one thousand eight hundred and fifty-eight um, signatures on it already. So, there. Uh, I mean, that's a lot. That's not a lot, a lot, but it is pretty, pretty big for you know. Because you got to think, anyone who's not involved with Disney probably doesn't even care about that. So you can eliminate it, them right at the get-go. Yep, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, it just shows, you know, right there that people and you know, there's a lot of and to do a. To actually sign, you know, get your signature counted on a change.org or have it, you know, the meter click over, you have to put, you know, your first name, last name, and your email address. So it's not mm-hmm. just something that you could just, oh, hey, put my name on it, we're good to go. Or, you know, it has some, you know, legitimacy to it. Um, but then when you do it, you know, then you're getting bombarded with emails. Basically, got to create a, a profile to, Stop getting bombarded with, oh, hey, you like this one. This this change.org is similar to it and get bombarded by a whole bunch of them. But anyway, well, the, the mean, worst part is, is you get the all the emails that are like, hey, have you seen this one? Hey, have you seen this one? And it's just like, all right, yeah. I get it. You know, you yeah. want me to sign this stuff. But yeah, no, no, thank you. Yep. No, exactly. And as we're sitting here talking, I mean, it just keeps kind of. You know, one comes Creeping in up. here, one comes in there. Yeah, I mean, it's at 41, 860 right now, 861. So, well, and he, here's the, the sucky part about the about change.org is, let's say, for instance, we shared it on our Facebook page, which you can find at Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming, and you go into the group and you share it. Well, what it does is it basically makes it look like FOMOCast wants your help. When you're just sharing it to say, hey, this is the change.org thing if you want to read it. And so basically, even if it's not something like you could literally be like, this is so dumb. I don't agree with this, blah, 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 blah. But it makes it look like you support it because it says help you out with the signature. And that's not the way it works. So just make sure if you do go look into it, if you don't want to sign it, don't don't you just don't fill nothing out. It's fine. No big deal. Right. Exactly. 
Uh, and, and now that we're through talking with it, it's been 20 people have signed it already. So. <laughs> See, there you go. Um, the next thing I'm going to go into a little Dune review. Um, they also have a Dune TV show coming out and a part two was announced. Um, this is not a spoiler because it's been all over the place. It literally starts in the opening credits. All these people on TikTok are like, oh, you know, uh, I, I, I didn't know it was a part one. And then the very beginning, it says Dune and then part one shows up underneath it. And it was kind of like, well, that is interesting because they never, you know, in the premiere, they didn't say nothing. No one mentioned it. The, a part one. And it was a risk because it wasn't even approved quite yet. Um, so. I will say that um, I never watched the original. I've never done any of that kind of stuff. So, you know, it is what it is. But what I will say is that it's, it's, I mean, it's just me personally, it was very, how would you say it? It's, it's very, it's very scenic. Everything you see is very, it's very immersive. Everything flows well. Um, this could have gone bad and gone like the battlefield earth st- status where everything looks so fake, but everything looks super real. Um, every character in there is not overshadowed by another character. All the acting is great. Oscar Isaac's great. Um, uh, the guy that plays Paul Atreides, I don't know his name. He's amazing. Zendaya is really good in this. Uh, I said Oscar Isaac already, and then um, what's his face? I can't remember his name now. Good old um, Thanos, um, Judge Josh Brolin is great in it, and then even who was the other one that I was thinking of? Can't remember his name. Is a gentleman that he was in um, the that last TV show was on FX with uh, Ron Swanson. Good old. Uh, my brain is just flaking on what what his name is. Um, what's the guy that played Ron Swanson's name? I can't even remember now. Um, he carves canoes. Yeah. Nick Offerman. Uh, Nick Offerman was in that show on FX, the futuristic one. Can't remember the name of it, but this guy was in it as well. There's just a lot of familiar faces and... Um, I just really appreciate it. And Bautista's in it too. And, you know, uh, and oh wow, Jason Momoa as well. And they don't overwhelm. Like a lot of times you see these movies where, oh, hey, look, The Rock's starring in it. I'm sure I'm going to see The Rock for 99% of the movie. This was not like that. It was a very well balanced story. Um, the last 45 minutes is kind of slow ish, but it works. And um, I just really enjoyed it. And they do have a TV show. So that's what's crazy. They announced a TV show called The Sisterhood that's going to be on HBO Max. And um, it involves, I won't tell you if you haven't seen the movie. That way you can look it up. And so it's supposed to come out uh, 2022. And then the movie, number two, part two, is supposed to come out in 2023. So I'm assuming they probably either have started filming or they're, everything's kind of set up to where they can film again. Because I'm sure those sets were not taken down or anything like that. So we will see. I enjoyed it. Watch it. It's great. It's blown up. Um, I did not watch the Cowboy Bebop trailer, but I did hear great things about it. I just wanted to mention that because that thing's a phenomenon. I need to watch the cartoon series. It's only like 20 episodes or no, 12 episodes. I think I can't remember what it was. So I see it everywhere and everyone and uh, Connor from Hong Kong's canteen is like, yeah, dude, it's limited series, but it's amazing. And I was like, I have no idea what it's about. And he goes, well, you need to watch it because you know, the movie, the TV show live action looks like it's going to be amazing. And this was crazy is cowboy bebop was from 2001 to 2002, 26 episodes. That's it. And it had such a big phenomenon that we're getting cowboy bebop, the live action, with uh john cho who i love and i think john cho's freaking amazing um and it's 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 coming it's crazy comes out in three weeks i guess the 19th so go check out that trailer it's on our page search it do what you got to do everyone's here for this part though i just wanted to throw it in there everybody's getting free taco bell tacos because there was a stolen base in the world series last night 
Last year, Mookie Betts got it for us. This year, can't remember his name. Don't care. He's a brave. Don't don't care. Don't care about the World Series at all. My Dodgers are out, so whatever. Blah blah blah. But we do get free tacos. So look right. for that because they will. And they wait for. They wait till the series is over, and then they announce a date for your free tacos and go get your free taco. Yeah, and it happened early in the game too. I mean, it was game one, and it was like within the first. It could have been the first inning. I can't remember, but it was in like the first second inning. All of a sudden, I turn it on. Like, oh, stolen base. I'm like, oh. Well, okay, you know, whatever. And like, it was almost like the announcers made more of a big, you know, a bigger deal of getting the free Taco Bell tacos than actually the guy stealing the base to get into. He stole a second base, so first, second to get in a scoring position, but they were more concerned about, you know, oh, free Taco Bell tacos. It's like, okay, well, I mean, the, the World Series can go a minimum of four games because it's best of seven. So you got to right. figure in those four games, you know, you would think there would be at least one stolen base in it. So, but anyway, it was early. And I will say that you, you say it like that. Um, but when they do the free taco stuff, you know, it's a world series thing. The sharks, if they win and they score a minimum of four goals, you get free pizza. And I was with a bunch of season ticket holders when the last time I went and they, the Sharks had three goals and they were pressing and everyone starts chanting free pizza, free pizza, free. And it was like, it was really funny because they're like, don't you guys love the team too? And they're like, yeah, but we get free pizza. Come on, man. And I'm like, that's right. crazy. No, exactly. And the thing is, it's the, with the free talk about tacos. You could go to like 10 different ones and get them. It's not like they take your ID and swipe it or whatnot. So if your town's got three or four of them, or if you're on your way to work or whatnot, or home from work, stop by, you know, four or five, six Taco Bells. And there yep. you go. Tim's going to be doing the um, the Taco Bell run, and then he'll be running to the bathroom afterwards. But I'm sure all those free taco tacos will make it worth it, right? Better believe it. What do you think I'm going to be doing while I'm in the bathroom? Eating tacos. Eating tacos. <laughs> um, uh, the, the next one um, we have is, uh, so Nintendo Switch Online with the expansion pack is available for people um, so you can get the N64 games because you had to get the expansion to get that. They added some new uh, other games. I believe they're going to start adding some N64 game, um, not N64, Dreamcast games. But here's the problem. They're saying that the N64 games are performing horribly on the servers. They're performing horribly on the switches. So everybody has complaints. So everyone was stoked to get the controllers, get this, get that. But it's not doing very good. So make sure you guys wait a little bit. They work everything out. I think it is $60 for the year. So the normal online is $20. So they up it. And I believe sometimes if you can upgrade it, you can possibly get an expansion for a game you already have. Because mine recommended get one for Animal Crossing. But uh, I haven't played Animal Crossing in a very long while. So it is what it is. Yeah. Like I said, hopefully they get it. You know, this is a big thing to come out for the Switch. to have the Yeah. 64 so hopefully they get it fixed get it fixed quick i I mean the the big problem you have is that all these people are modding these games so like goldeneye all these n64 games they're modding them to make them look more uh, modern yeah and if they if some dude doing it in his basement can do that you guys are freaking game designers should be able to fix this so fingers crossed they do the next three items are my most favorite items in the history of doing this podcast because there everything's great first thing we got the tiger king 2 trailer came out and the show has shifted gears so everyone's like we didn't even ask for it who cares this is literally going to focus on the fact that all these people are starting to basically realize that you know joe exotic made them all multi multi-millionaires and joe's sitting in jail for admittedly i follow the joe's lawyers on tiktok they're getting literally sign affidavit after sign affidavit that, that basically they all lied about Joe hiring a hitman to kill Carol Baskin. The dude that said that he was the one that got hired said that like, and when you watch all these different P 
people talking. They're like, there's no way that Joe would pay this idiot to go kill Carol Baskin because he's not even friends. He's friends with a guy he hates. You know what I mean? And basically, um, that one guy that ended up taking over the zoo when Joe went to jail, I um, can't remember his name, but uh, Jeff, Jeff Lowe, he, they show it in the trailer. He's like, we need to bury this right now because they had a personal vendetta against, they hate each other for personal reasons, whatever. And Jeff Lowe was like, yeah, we need to stop this because things that are happening aren't true kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. So that trailer was amazing. Did you get to watch it? Yes, I did. It was, like you said, it was very interesting um, on how it was and how it went. Um, I think it'll be another popular one. I mean, if obviously you can get everyone that liked the first one and how that first one ended. Now you're going to get this. And it's like, oh, really? And, especially and, and if Ca- you're not- Carol Baskin is not involved with this one. She didn't do interviews. She didn't do anything for it. Right. Well, I think after the first one, she probably really wasn't going to well it made um, her look bad and i think she she, she said hey, something she got on dancing with the stars but she made she said something to the effect that she thought it was going to be go a different way i'm like a different way than what you freaking had you met your husband under a street lamp where ladies of the night frequent and you don't think they're going to question how he magically dies and or disappears you know what i mean it doesn't right. make any sense. So you're kind of like, well, yeah, they have to address that situation because if they don't, they're going to be bad documentarians. So, right. exactly. you know, I, I do get it, though. They should have left certain things alone, not saying that they, they shouldn't have gone into certain things. But sometimes it does become where you're with dealing with a crazy person like Joe Exotic, who, um, you know, keeps calling her a certain name, no matter what it is. Right. And this is, it just, you know, you kind of get over that. So it's amazing. I can't wait. I will be watching it in one sitting. We actually watched it like I think the first week it came out and the wife was doing dishes. And I told her, you got to turn around and just stay in, stay in the kitchen if you want to, but just start watching this with me. And I started it and she's like, what did they say? We, we had to rewind it like five or six times an episode to be like, wait, what was just said? And I have a feeling this is going to be the same way. Exact same thing. Yep, exactly. Well, I mean, you won't have to wait that long because it'll be uh, out on November 17th. Yep. And, the- I, and I already have it marked in my calendar. Oh, I'll be marking it too today. Um, the next thing was super cool. I didn't... Um, I didn't know this is what they called. So basically Keanu Reeves has four stuntmen that work with him. And I guess they call him um, the John Wick five, what they call him or something like that. And he gave all four of them $10,000 Rolexes as rap presents that has their name on it. It has a thank you from Keanu on it. And it has the movie. It says JW. So John Wick. And I was like, that is the coolest thing. Like you hear that about all the time. I think, the most famous thing I've seen people give a gift for was actually Tim's quarterback, Derek Carr. I think he gave all of his, um, his lineman cars, I think. He got uh, them all at something. Yeah, I don't think it was cars. I mean, you see that, you know, all the time. Like, you know, I think The Rock, like, gave his mom a car. Um, I mean, he gave the guy he lived with when he was a kid, too, a truck just recently. Right, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, you get that all the time where, you know, hey, we came up from nothing. You know, I've made it big time now, so I'm going to help out my family because they did so much for me. Um, and like you said, you see all the time. I mean, the most popular thing to do is when a football player gets traded and he uh, to a team and he wears this certain number. There's somebody else that has a number. Same thing like this. You buy him a Rolex or something like that or a watch yeah. or a piece of jewelry. And, you know, that's how he gets the number. Um, but I think a car, I can't remember what it was. I don't think it was a vehicle, but I think it was something, whether it was watches or, you know, who knows. It was something was, expensive. It, yeah, nope, it, it was. It was right, obviously, when you signed the, the big deal um, that he did. So, which a lot of quarterbacks or, um, well, most of the time, quarterbacks will do that because, I mean, you got seven guys, I'm sorry, five guys that protect you every game. So, yeah, besides, so besides taking them out to 
to dinner and expensive dinners or whatnot as as well. Just that's mainly just as a as a thank you after a good game. We, well, and most of those are after end of a season. They usually will say, hey, thank you for this year or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, so those are awesome. We give them four, each one right uh, Rolexes. But my favorite, my favorite story this week that I didn't even know it was true is, so Far Cry 6 has uh, Giancarlo Esposito plays El Presidente in the game. And right now, similar to how Call of Duty gives you um, an update every week. They'll send you an email basically saying, oh, thanks for trying. I'll go ahead and take care of any. It's like one of the person in the game. And it tells you how long you played the game. And it's basically saying, oh, you're just a quitter. You're not playing. You're not doing a good job. And literally they're getting that email. Everybody's getting that email for saying how much time they played. That is genius. Yeah. No, that that's next level right there. Especially to have him do it could have done it any any way but to actually have him do it the face of the game you know fresh off his you know mandalorian yeah yeah i mean it, well he did that stuff a while back but i mean it's so crazy man i'm just i was shocked to see everything that was involved with it it's pretty amazing um and last the regular pile we have a new harry potter butterbeer glass available at universal islands of adventure for $17. I'm always fascinated by the price of these things. Cause like when I would go get like, I, that was, we used to do it all the time. So um, the Rose Tavern in Disneyland has the um, Gaston beer mug. That was my favorite one I ever got was the big mug. And I think it was only like $12. And you gotta think a large soda is what? Six something, $7 for a large soda at um, yeah. Disney. Yeah. So, I mean, $17, it better be a pretty big uh, butterbeer glass, and it better be glass. If it's a glass, that makes sense why it's 17 uh, But if it's, like, I, some plastic I, thing, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just with glass in general and theme park, that could get, you know, I I mean, there's a reason that ballparks and whatnot, they don't have glass bottles. It's all aluminum. And I didn't see if it was glass or plastic. My gut feeling is it's probably plastic that looks like glass. Um, but I mean, it, it could be glass. I, I don't know, but it looked good. It was like the big butterball, not necessarily the steins, you know, cause they don't have the lids or, or ceramics or whatnot, but it looked, it looks cool. Um, you know, probably for 17 bucks, probably a little expensive. Um, but then again, Harry Potter. So, yep. And when you got the Harry Potter, um, logos and stuff like that, it, uh, yeah, it basically, it sells for a lot, a lot, a lot more money. Yep. And now we go into the Disney Park pile. Before we do, make sure you check out Linktree, as I said before, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Fumblecast Gaming. Has all of our links. I have uh, been streaming quite a bit more, so I want to keep doing that, keep having fun. Um, before we do that, I do want to give a shout out to... Um, can't remember. I don't know what his name is the pitcher last night from the Braves who threw uh, was it five faced three batters on a fractured uh, fibula. Yeah, hit a broken leg and struck out two people and got one to pop up on a broken leg. So yeah, that's pretty. I mean, it just shows you right there. You know, biggest stage and just adrenaline and what what you can do. I'm sure he's hurting today, though. Yeah, and he's out the rest of the season. They said he might be, he should be back for next season. So, um, and the Astros are currently up five to one. Wow. Um, in the Disney pile, I don't know about this first one, but uh, husband honors. It says husband honors late wife, Disneyland Resort cast member who was victim of drunk driver. What was that one about? It sounds very similar to the one at Disney at, 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 Uni- at Universal Studios Florida. Yeah, I, I don't know about this one, but um, so with the husband, obviously she was a cast member. She wasn't the drunk driver. She got hit by a drunk driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of a, a touching story on it. But I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, what's you know? Yes, it is sad, but you know, there's got to be more 
more to this for it to be posted um, on here. Well, there was. Um, and so the gal, she was 23 years old, the cast member. Um, it was husband and wife. Um, and the wife was the one that, that passed away um, in late August. Well, she was 35 weeks pregnant. So oh. she was by a driver. She's transported to UC Irvine. They were able to deliver the baby via C-section, but you know, ultimately, the uh, the wife succumbed to her injuries um, on it. So the husband obviously has been, you know, raising raising the kid. But the cool thing was, is obviously they were able to save, you know, the baby. So that you know, that's good. It's sad that the the mom had to go. But what he did is with the baby he recreated their uh uh maternity shoots their maternity photos so instead of obviously him and the wife with the baby bump it's him and the daughter and they went back to the same spots and you know recreated the, the maternity photo shoot so that that's uh that was pretty cool and the pictures look really really great and the kids having just the time of her life so um you know sad to say that you know, she passed away, um, especially with being pregnant and so close to her, her due date. But, you know, um, ultimately, you know, something good came out of a, a very sad and tragic situation. So that it is um, something not as tragic, but making people upset is Disneyland has increased park prices on all fronts, meaning parking um individual tickets not the passes um and as the next topic says the highest tier magic key annual pass is now sold out for design resort rumor being that because the parking for the parking structures went up to 30 dollars from 20 and um people were just like it has free parking i guess i mean it makes a little bit of a difference i don't know i mean i'm pretty i'm pretty sure if i go with tim to the parks He's in a split with me the $35, so I'm not coming that much out of pocket for parking. Right, exactly. And it's funny, they say, quote-unquote, sold out. It's not, you know, they use the sold out as a clickbait. It, they just put a pause on new sales like they do all the time. Um, because they said, you know, an annual pass will never sell out. It's not like, hey, we have 35 on the shelf and all 35 are gone. So I think they're reassessing it. But it was funny how that... All of a sudden, and I didn't come up with this on my own, this is another podcast, that it's funny how when they increase the the pricing on the parking structure, that they also, quote-unquote, freeze the highest Magic Key Pass, which has parking included on it. Yeah, there are others where you get a discount, but right. on the highest tier, it's included in it. Like, hmm. Well, that's not a, a coincidence or anything. No. Uh, because it's like, oh, we're going to, you know, uh, increase parking. And then, you know, there's going to be a run on those magic keys because maybe people um, were in between or, oh, you know what? Parking's not that much. I get a 50% discount or whatever the discount is. It's fine now. Well, now they increase that parking. It's like, well, you know what? Well, how much I go, it just pays for me to get the higher one and it's included in it. So, you know, there there you go. But I think what I heard, I haven't actually looked. I saw the article, um, but what I heard is every single ticket price has gone up except for the tier one, which is the lowest tier. Right. Um, one day, single park one, nothing happened there. Correct. And, and I think they introduced another tier. So I think there's like five or there's, six there's, tiers. Yeah, there's five or six tiers. Yeah. So it's like, oh my gosh! So I don't even know what what tiers what is there even any like more. Well, than I think what what they do is is so they go they go through one through five. So it's one day, two day, three day, four day, five day, and it goes sing, five day single. Well, so it's the the they have the basic one, which is a single park. Then they have the two two day, three day, four day, five day. They well, have the, the, the park hopper. The staggered pricing. Or if there's not that many people coming, that's a tier one, and that's all oh, right. Correct, correct. And all, from what I've seen, I think the reason why they did that is I think what this is going to end up being is 
weekday and weekend. So you're going to have a, because before they had a, a high and medium and a low. Yep. And now I think what they're doing is I think they're going to increase the weekend price even more. So they'll have a new high and a new medium for the weekend. And then a high from during the week will probably become the low for the weekend. So we usually try to go during the week anyway, so I'm not worried about it. I'll use my AAA membership to get a discounted ticket still. So it is what it is. Yeah, but it's it's and then so the other thing is, is, you know, they're saying so you're raising all these prices, but yet you still don't have the park back to what it was before. All right. No, no entertainment, no parades. Uh, Which I'm assuming they're working on it because they have it back at um, Disney World. They're doing all the stuff. Basically, the characters are being more interactive. And yeah. we'll just go ahead and jump to it that the Main Street Electrical Parade is returning to Disneyland. And I think that's a perfect one to come back because they they keep you extra far away from those ones because those ones move across the street. They're hot, obviously, from the lights. So maybe that's a way for them to get something in the park for parade-wise and not risk someone running up or going out or something like that. So, you know, but back to the prices, the Disneyland Hotel Resort, the Disneyland Resort Hotel has raised prices up to $35, but that's for, that's for VI, that's for valet, isn't it? $35? Nope. <laughs> I thought it was 35 for valet and 30 for regular. Nope. That's for $35 is for self-parking. Hmm. So that's, it's like forty five for valet then. I, I didn't see. It didn't say anything about uh, valet or whatnot in it. The yeah, it did. It price. had the it had the valet price on it. Oh, I did. I didn't uh, didn't read it or whatnot. Um, but this one, so now uh, you know, which is weird because okay, so you're gonna raise the resort hotel parking. You know, up as well. Okay, that's fine. But if you're going to do that, well, a, I think for how much you're staying, even at the moderately priced resort there, uh, hotel there, I mean, there's only three that I think it should be included. If you say, hey, you get free parking here, but we're going to tag $35 a night, either included in the resort fee or your nightly fee. But oh, hey, you get free parking here. But I'm I already know I'm going to pay a lot per night for the hotel include that in the per night cost and say, you know, parking's included or free parking or however you want to, you know, say it, because then it's like, oh, cool. Okay. You know, that, that works out um, on it, but you know, it's, you know, well, I will, I will say the other thing that people don't realize is if you go to Disneyland and you stay at the Disneyland hotel, you best be doing doing valet. It ain't worth it not doing valet because it's a long walk if you do not have valet parking. It's, right. It's insane. No, yeah, it, exactly. But it's like, or or keep the parking price the same and include it, like I said, in in the, you know, raise your rate up a little bit because people aren't going to really notice if you raise your nightly rate up by 30 bucks because you're, like I said, you're already paying so much already. So, uh, yeah, I mean, especially with like tax, like that's one thing I think people don't realize when they they go, oh, you know what, I'm gonna save up money to stay at the Disneyland hotel, and they end up spending a lot more money than they thought because they don't include taxes or taxes whatever, you know, are huge um, as it, well, you know, and just even like during the week, it's insane. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the the taxes and resort fees are, you know, the same no matter what because it's a a percentage of it so you're not getting away from any of that and guess what resort fees you're in a resort area you know that's world known so you get a lot of people coming there yeah that's you're gonna pay on on that. i don't even know where i saw the chart at maybe one of my friends shared it because i saw a chart and it showed the valet and everything in it and it was kind of cool where I, I don't even know where i saw this chart had everything everything in it and i was like man this is fairly easy to follow and it basically said that you know it raised valet by five bucks so if you can find it let us know and we're gonna we're gonna we already talked about it but i am stoked for the main street electrical parade to come back when we came went in 2019 that was the farewell run now it's back my favorite ride or well, favorite attraction i can literally yeah. still hear i can still hear the song in my head yeah, it's it's been back and gone five. I think in 1997 is when they originally said it was going to, you know, glow away. I wish 
you know, Main Street looks great. Hey, it's great. Um, I want to see Paint the Night. Bring back Paint. Oh God, I was just gonna say that, dude. Paint the Night. The, here's the thing about Paint the Night. Legitimately, when we, we when Paint the Night was out, it was basically September of 2000. I think it was 2000. It was the 10 year anniversary of 9/11 when, when we went to 2000. No, 2011. No, that was our was wedding. I think it was like 2014 or 15, maybe. I can't remember. Yeah, 15. It was 2015, September. It had already been out for about three or four months, and everybody like knew the music and stuff. So we would watch it when we were going every weekend, and we would watch it. And then eventually you're like, you know what? Let's go hit up Star Tours while people are watching the parade. But we'd be walking by the people behind them, and you'd be sitting there dancing and singing the song the whole time. And what I was telling Connor from Kong Kong's Cantina, what I loved about Paint the Night was the fact that each individual float section, so it'd be like Aladdin or whatever, they'd have their own little dance and sing song thing they would do that's Aladdin-based or their movie, but they would always, when they started moving again, would transition back into the Paint the Night song, so it blended everything in so well. I loved that parade, and they had the wands that you could change the color of the ears of people with specific ears for the Paint the Night parade. So you had a paintbrush wand, you would push it, and it would basically change the color of anyone's ears in your area to certain colors. It was so cool. Yeah, no, it, it, it was awesome. And they had it, and then it just kind of just went away. I don't know if it was, you know, if there's something <laughs> um, more as far as upkeep to it was a little too much than what they thought. No, they they, um, they were they did a new parade in Disney World, and that's when they sent paint. They sent um, the Main Street Electrical Parade. Uh, back to california and then the pandemic happened so the electrical parade ended right before the pandemic and then the paint the night was supposed to come back i believe but i believe yeah. they they they, they, they it's not back yet and maybe it will come back i don't know but that was my, my one of my favorite ones um yeah. aside from the daytime one where we were trying to get my son to watch the parade he kept just watching people with the funny hats walk by um this one is exciting news for most people because I hear people are miserable right now, but the parking trams were turning to service in early 2022 at Disneyland Resort because you have to walk very, very far and you have to walk through like bushes and all this kind of stuff. It's not, it's not convenient. It's kind of horrible, but you probably see a lot more fun stuff. If you go to the main parking structure, you see a lot more drug stuff happen. So like the drug dogs chasing people. So I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, because right now you have to walk walk the tram route. Um, yep. Park. And you don't think, oh, it's not that long. Well, you're on a tram that's moving. It's not moving fast, but it's moving faster. When it gets in that straightaway, it goes pretty fast. Yeah, than, than what you could walk. So it's like, oh, man, this this is kind of a hike. Because we've done it a couple times to walk through downtown Disney through the, the, uh, the parking structure. But, yeah, but, you know, it's like anything. Going there, you're excited. It's coming back. Like going to Vegas. Hey, you drive there. It's awesome. It's the coming back that stinks. So when you know you have that long walk on uh, nice concrete, you know, it, it don't become fun. No, it doesn't. Um, a lot of people were kind of happy but also confused because we talked about this previously about the park pass availability. And the park pass availability has been replenished for Magic Key holders at Disneyland Resort. Now, there was this weird thing um, going on where – Basically, this one guy did a video where he took video and he was like, look, I checked right now. And then he went back and checked again and the dates were changing on him and the times, everything was everything was like kind of in flux. And then all the stuff started coming out where people were like, oh, look, I can't even book. I can't use my 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 pass for a month. There's nothing available for any park holders. So it's one of those things. Ooh, ooh, that was loud for the pass holders. And so basically what ends up happening is, you know, people get mad. They're like, why am I banging the pass? And now magically, like after that story came out, it was like a bunch of dates showed up in October. Yeah, exactly. And it was like before October hit, I mean, almost all of the passes were sold. They were all sold out in October. And then, like you said, a day or two later, they were replenished well, on this one, on the article that I read, it said that there was no passes from um like now or november to november and december like both months were just completely out of them so now they got you know replenished them because you know when the public has spoken you don't want to you know make them mad especially with this program when it's a newer program and you have to do reservations and it's like like you said then people are like 
why do I even have this if I can't even make, or you know, now I have to make a reservation and I can't make a reservation. If you don't want my money, then that's fine. So I'm, exactly. sure, we'll be, I'm sure we'll be seeing a, a lot of this where, oh man, I can't make any reservations or it's it's all, there's no available reservations for the next month or, you know, three weeks. And then a day or two later, all of a sudden it's all replenished. So, I mean, it's, it, it, it's a learning curve. It's something new. And the nice thing is, is any, I mean, Disney could just say, Hey, then you got to plan out more. So, you know, here's when they become available, you know, be on top of it. They could take, take that stand. Now they don't, but you know, they can't. So it's, at least they're taking a proactive, um, you know, attempt at it to at least rebuild them. And they got the numbers and everything. They know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. So fingers crossed it keeps working out properly. So we'll see with that. Um, Disneyland is nearly 80% staffed, expected to reach pre-pandemic cast member numbers by end of 2021. Now, for those that don't know, um, they did probably get hit pretty hard because how many people found other jobs during the pandemic in Disneyland. And so they didn't have those people, you know, the onboarding, there's no point because they're, they were at, you know, like I said, you're at 75% staffed and you still probably have about 10% people not working. And I know a handful of people who have left and I even found like they have the, the employer groups. They're like, Hey, if you found a job, tell them, so they might have to hire like 10% more people. It might not be one of those things where they, everyone's just sitting there waiting. I don't know. I don't think they have all the roles filled right now. Yeah, no, exactly. But it's nice that, you know, that staffing is coming back. Obviously you see that with the monorail that, um, you know, has started back up and running the trams coming back up and running. Cause you got to think, you know, if all of these people that, used to work there and now they don't and disney's been closed a year and if you have a yearly certificate to do you know whether it's to ride an op- or, or to operate um an attraction or whatever it is and it's a yearly certificate well they've been closed for a year so that means that whoever the trainers are got to come back and get recertified by you know that people then that means now once they're recertified they got to train the cast members to make sure everything is is up and back where it is not only in um you know the attraction side of it but also in food service and you know everything maintenance uh everything that goes along with that yeah i mean so we'll see in the near future what it's going to be like but with the numbers that we have coming up with these items that they're selling, they better, um, you know, Disney Designer Collection Ultimate Princess Celebration Jasmine doll arrives at Disneyland for one twenty nine ninety nine. Come on, it's a doll one twenty nine ninety nine. I mean, I mean, it, you know, it does look nice and everything, almost like those. Um, oh, what's those kid ones? American. American, uh, uh, American girl. Yeah, American girl kind of it reminds me of like that or like i know uh, my wife has it's a small world hawaiian doll right here and it kind of looks similar to to that as well it's not you know like a little tiny plush it's you know it's a it's a bigger doll yeah exactly okay that makes sense and then um we have the star wars skywalker academy spirit jersey arrive at design resort for 74.99 which i did see when we went out to the pumpkin patch on Saturday, uh, two people wearing the Oogie Boogie uh, spirit jerseys, and they looked really cool in person. So I was like, man, we should have got some of those. Right. And those spirit jerseys, I mean, they're, well, any type of jersey, jacket, sweatshirt from Disneyland is is going to be, I mean, even like the cheapest one is maybe 50 bucks if it's on sale or if it's a yearly one and it's like, you know, a 2021 or a 2019, you know, that like they're trying to blow it out because it's the next year. Um, mm-hmm. But most of them are, you know, you're looking at, you know, 70 to 80 bucks, depending on what it is. So, I mean, it's, they're, they're not cheap. They are not cheap at all. Um, they have the first lightning lane signage going up at Disneyland and uh, Park and California Adventure. Now, is it similar to the signage they have for the Fast Pass stuff? Yeah, it's pretty much almost at the same spot because it's going to be the same line um, for it. 
So obviously the um, the one in California was at uh, Radiator Springs Racers. So it's cool. And I can't remember, uh, well, the one in Disney, it's either going to be, well, there's only two in two lightning lanes over there. Um, no, I'm sorry. Just one which was rising existence. Yeah. But it didn't look like, it looked like it was at Big Thunder, to be honest. But Big Thunder isn't on a lightning lane. It, anyways. But, yeah, they're they're going up. They're going up. Uh, some Walt Disney World theme park reservations unavailable on New Year's Eve, which is a shock because Disneyland still has a lot of opening for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. So, and that used to be a big thing. I remember my friends were like, I'm like, what's so big of that? They go, oh, they have these big clocks that they put out and they count it down and it's like a big party. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. So it makes sense that they're, they're you know, some reservations are unavailable. Yeah, exactly. Well, and shoot, I mean, we're, but still two months out. So granted their reservations, what came come available 60 days before. Yes. But you know, like I said, it's just some parks. So there's still other parks. I didn't see which ones were. I'm sure magic kingdoms out and probably Epcot. So um, usually those are the two popular ones because they have um, popular nighttime um, show fireworks that go on. But, but doesn't animal kingdom close pretty early. Uh, but it's, it's, uh, New Year's Eve, so mo- I guarantee almost all of them will stay open until midnight to have some some sort of it. Because you think, I mean, you got four parks there. If you close one early, that means everyone from that park is going to flood the other parks. So yeah, that's true. Uh, it'll probably close if it is like Animal Kingdom closes early. I bet you it'll stay open until like twelve thirty, one o'clock, um, and then close close after that just so they could, you know, keep those people there. But yeah, um, we will see. Uh... We will see what happens with that because they might open some back up if there's complaints too. You never know. Yeah. Um, the last thing we have on our list, yet another guest fight documented aboard Magic Kingdom ferryboat following fireworks. And you know what what provoked it? What, what provoked it? Provoked it is a lady got hit with the stroller. Now really uh, yes, but the lady pushing the stroller, it, it, from what I saw in the documentation on it, was it was a hundred percent her fault. You know, they you know they told them, hey, you know, the ferry's coming. It's it was after the fireworks, so everyone, you know, there's a big rush. Ferry's coming. They told them, hey, you know, kind of line up or stand, but you know, cast members. And, of course, as soon as the gates open or the rope, you know, opens to get on the ferry, everyone kind of rushes in. Well, this girl with the stroller, you know, kind of was pushing her way through, kind of hit one of the girl in, in the back and you know, basically said, hey, you know, calm down. We'll all get on here and then continues to do it. And then kind of like almost says like pushes her down or like elbows her to like get out of the way. And she like falls back into the into the crowd of people. So then that provokes, you know, more stuff that that goes on. So it was a, a woman from Tennessee. Um, and both of these were, I think, uh, moms as well. Obviously, the one the stroller was, was the mom. But one from Tennessee, one from Chicago, and then kind of a shouting match ensued. And the one girl was already on edge because she was mad at her husband. So whatever. But like you said, it's another incident that happened, I think, in September, either August or September was when another incident happened um, early September. And it was recorded and posted on social media uh, as well with, I mean, fists were flying um, on that one. And it was on a ferry boat as well. So, I mean, I guess the action is on the ferry boats. Well, I think it's too because a lot of times, so it's different than the ferry boats Disneyland because ferry boats Disneyland just stay in the park. Those ones go to different parks. Take about your hotel. People are probably already frustrated, like you said, with their night. So it's probably one of those things where you know cooler heads did not prevail, and then um, people started getting into fisticuffs, and that's usually what happens when you don't drink enough water. So remember to drink your water, kids, because it's very important. I want to thank everyone who listened today. 
It was actually long, another long one. It went long again. I just don't know what we do. We have so many topics. We go through them as fast as we can. But I do appreciate everyone coming through. Thank you, Mr. J, for listening. I see your numbers on the board. Make sure you uh, give Tim a big hug for me when you see him. And um, make sure you check out all of our links at Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming. And make sure you check out our YouTube. Go through all those links. Like, subscribe, share it with your friends. It's, 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 it's just so much fun. We thank you guys all for coming through for the FOMO cast. I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time.